Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Food and Beverage Insights, Imbibe's podcast on food and beverage trends. Since 1963, Imbibe has been developing innovative beverages just outside of Chicago. Our insights come from field and online research, syndicated data, and from working with leading food and beverage brands. Today's episode will be on adaptogens, and instead of just being me, Ilana Orlovsky, marketing manager at Imbibe, I have another member of our marketing team, our marketing associate, Holly McHugh, joining me. Welcome, Holly. Thanks, Alana. I'm so excited to be here to talk about adaptogens. Great. But before we dive into adaptogens and their functions, let's make sure we define them as best we can for our audience. When we talk about adaptogens, we're referring to a group of herbs or plant-based substances that help our body adapt to stress by lowering our cortisol levels. Do you think consumers are well-versed in what adaptogens are and what they do? Consumers might not be very familiar with the term adaptogens, but they've probably tried at least one. Some of the most common ones are ashwagandha, ginseng, holy basil, and a few different mushrooms, including shiitake, maitake, reishi, and chaga. Also, I want to note that there isn't 100% agreement on what is and isn't an adaptogen, but there is literature to support that all of the adaptogens that we mention are, in fact, adaptogens. I imagine that many ingredients steeped in ancient wisdom are met with skepticism sometimes, so our listeners can definitely benefit from doing additional research, especially if there's a particular adaptogen or function that they're interested in. One adaptogen group that I know we're particularly interested in, because we've been talking and hearing about it a lot lately, is mushrooms. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the benefits of the mushrooms you already mentioned? Sure. The most common shiitakes are high in B vitamins, which help with energy. Maitakes are used in some cultures to treat ailments like diabetes and high blood pressure, and some say that reishi can boost the immune system. Chaga is suggested to support GI health and improve cholesterol levels, which are just some of the reasons that this mushroom in particular is growing in popularity right now. So many consumers are probably familiar with some of the benefits of mushrooms, but they might be less familiar with some of the benefits and nutrients associated with other adaptogens. Can you tell us a little bit about the different categories or types of functions associated with some specific adaptogens? Definitely. You're right that not all adaptogens are created equal. Lavender, for example, has a strong association with relaxation and minimizing nervousness, so we'd likely see it in stress-reducing products. And we do see it as an ingredient and a scent in both edible and non-edible products. Ashwagandha and holy basil are two other adaptogens also associated with relaxation. For energy, ginseng historically has been common, and maca, which is also associated with increased energy, is finding its way into more products. Speaking of products, let's leave our listeners with some beverage products that they can check out if they're interested in trying or learning more about adaptogens, especially since we predict that consumers will start hearing this word more and more in the coming years. For an almond milk with maca, try Califia Farms Macanilla. And the brand GT, mostly known for their kombucha and other probiotic drinks, actually launched a line of sparkling probiotic ciders at the end of 2017 that incorporate an adaptogenic mushroom blend. Any others you want to mention? A great brand to know about and try is Rebel. They've really built their whole brand around superfoods with an emphasis on adaptogens. Another brand, Four Sigmatic, specializes in beverages with adaptogenic mushrooms, and Blue Buddha also has a line of teas with ashwagandha. I'm sure there are even more brands that are currently developing products that incorporate adaptogens, if not feature them, which is good news for consumers, especially because this group of ingredients is used across many beverage categories. 
I know we both look forward to watching brands innovate with and communicate the benefits that these ingredients deliver. That's all we have for you today. Thank you again, Holly, for joining me. No problem. And to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed today's episode on adaptogens. Don't forget to subscribe to Imbibe by visiting us at www.imbibeinc.com to stay up to date on food and beverage trends. Until next time, keep imbibing.